There he is. There he is. All How's right. Going? What's up? Welcome to episode. Was it nine? How did I forget the episode? Uh, we... I'm starting to lose track of the numbers because they start running together, but it doesn't matter. All right. Most valuable dad. Episode nine. Here we go. We're in a blizzard, so we're doing a remote interview. It's been crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. like the blizzard of 78. That's what I was about to say. I was like, now we don't have to worry about the blizzard of 78. We made it through the blizzard of 2021. Of course, that blizzard was a lot worse than ours. Well, see, it's almost like this is almost better because we can say, like when we're your dad's age, we can say, man, we made it through the pandemic of 2020 and then the blizzard of 2021. Blizzard of 78 got nothing on us. It all happened at once and we we could have died, but we made it through. We made it. That's all that matters. All right. Uh, happened since last week, Valentine's Day. What did you do for Valentine's Day, Hunter? Not a damn thing. What did you do to my sister on Valentine's Day? Not a <laughs> damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we planned on going out to dinner. And, uh, Where'd you guys go? We had mom go watch the kid. And uh, we got back to the house. and We were getting ready to go. And we were like... This is too nice. Why do why do we want to go out? Like, and we just like we just sat there, like you know, it was awesome. Like we had, we had, uh, we had some intimate relations uh, without the concern of a baby sleeping in the other room, and then we just sat and what did we do? We ordered food. I thought, oh yeah, we ordered Arby's. And then we just did they deliver out to you guys, dude. DoorDash is really coming along. I'm really excited. You know, when I first moved here, I think we had DoorDash for like two restaurants, McDonald's and Burger King, which are the closest one, as you know, the proximity. They're only like two miles, but I mean, we've really, we really bumped it up. I mean, we go all the way out to. uh, I'm trying to think as far as distance. We can get like Pizza King now and Subway, and we can get dang. See, There's a lot of when lobster. they start, when they start delivering you guys, you guys just seem to start telling them, "Hey, put it in your budget to drive like another five miles that way, so you can take some stuff to my brother-in-law." Yeah, it's wild because you guys <laughs> live in a town, and we live out in the country, and we have more access than you do. Right. Just- I can, I can get um, one of one things, and that's Pizza Hut delivered to my house. Pizza, man, that they've been holding strong. They really were like one of the very few. I don't even know. I think DoorDash has probably come into play as I've lived here. Well, I've only lived here. Well, it's almost four years now, which is ridiculous. All right, moving on. Yeah, we don't want to talk about my life. <laughs> we're in a blizzard. We're in a pandemic. I plowed all night. I got five hours sleep. I'm going to stay awake and be excited for the people. Uh, today, right. I want to talk about, you know, when we grow up, and now we can say it. We have our thing, you know, like our parents always say to us, you never had this, that, and the other. Right. We, we were here for the introduction of the internet. Like the internet wasn't, it was huge, but it wasn't. It was this long, drastic thing. I mean, like when we first grew up, it was like, yeah, dial up internet, it took three hours. If you were watching porn, you had to have at least <laughs> a day. Like, and you're not doing it quietly because, I mean, you can't hide that noise of the or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah. You have this access. Yeah. You have your phone. You have, you have your whole life on your phone. So you have these, 
what is it? It's the blessing of the internet, but I guess there's also a curse. And now you have to basically, you have to bring your children into this. Like when we were younger, we didn't have all these, you didn't have this problem. My parents didn't have to worry about me being on social media at a young age or talking right. to people. Now you have like, you know, these child molesters and pedophiles acting like 10 year old kids talking to other 10 year old kids. And I'm like, so it's like, do you just completely cut your kid off from it? And then it's like, well, no, but you can do it with parental controls. But it's like, dude, the kids are smarter than the fucking parents now. Like, dude, it's it's to a point where like, so we we bought an iPad Mini. I don't know forever ago. Um, I think like when they first came out, just because you know they Kanye at uh, AT and T. Like, you know, you could get this for free if you buy this. So it's oh, they get every- it's like an, it's it, yeah every time they get you. So we bought one. <laughs> And, you know, we kind of made it for, you know, Levi was a lot younger then and we would put his movies on it for like when we were go to Florida or we'd go to my mom and dad. So he could, he could be content back there. But now that he's, he's smarter and he's gotten older, like I put parental controls on it to where, you know, he can't watch it after 730 at night. He can't watch it before, you know, like noon and all of these things. Well, he would get to the point where, he would watch me like put the password in to unlock that and override it for like 30 minutes. And now he knows what the password is. I mean, it's just like a digit exactly. code, but like hey, they're smart enough. He's, he'll be three next week. And that's wow. That's the first time I said that, but it's, you know, he, uh, he's, he's smart enough to figure out what the code is. So he can, he can watch it. So we just, we don't give his iPad to him anymore. I feel like when we were younger, we like we tricked our parents. We had our skills where we were smarter than them at certain things, but I don't think that we had so much power. Like I feel like I feel like if a kid manipulate, like if my kid can manipulate me into getting access to the internet, it's like the endless amount of, I would say, danger that surrounds them. (laughs) And not only that, I mean they might find out the real me. You know, there's a lot of me out there. I mean, probably somewhere. That I don't want my kid find out, but it's just like, you know, you're like, oh man, but like it's good, but it's bad. And then you have the parent. I mean, there's all kinds of different angles. There's, it's not only about your children, it's about parents. Like, oh man, my right. kid ate a fucking booger today. I better post a picture <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> right. I enjoy, I enjoy seeing the pictures of the kids, but there is too much. Like, there's that limit where, like, simple you know, tasks when- are amazing. Right, like, you know, um, like, you know, on a newborn, you know, like the every month photo. I'm cool with that. You know, I like that because, like, you lay them on the blanket. It shows how grown, how much bigger they've gotten over the last month. And right. not to mention it helps me remember how old my friend's kids are. Definitely. Um, but, but then there's the, like, oh, my kid, you know, got in the trash today. Like, that's that stuff's not funny to me. Or like conversations you know. with your kids. I don't mind it. I don't care. Right. I, uh, listen, I'm not judging you for what you do. I just, I guess I, I'm more of a live in the moment. I get taking pictures, but I, I feel like there's a fine line that we're getting into where it's like, where are you, you know, savoring the memory and, and, and uh, sharing it with your friends uh, versus crossing the line into this aspect where you're living your entire lives for other people. You know, it's like your whole, your whole family is just basically, you know, susceptible. Like, you're just like, well, I better post this and get it on Facebook so the world can see it. 
as opposed to just and so I can like, get like a hundred yeah. likes. Like my kid, yeah, like my kid's about to walk. I'm like, am I watching this or am I running to get my phone kind of thing? Like, right, and that's weird. something where like Kayla and I, you know, we she does a lot better job than I do about like getting pictures with like my mom and dad, your mom and dad, you and Rachel and my sisters and everything like yeah, that. You but it's like there's every time you take them, which is the right, best. right, and it's like sometimes I just like I like the like what you said. I like to live in the moment, but I like to also you know I want to have those for future, like you know when Levi graduates, so we can share it you know at his graduation or whatever. But it's like at the same time, like I get so caught what he is doing or what Samara is doing like the I just like forget to get my phone you know yeah which is what moms hate about us the most right and I'm, I'll be the I first one to admit I am terrible at taking pictures and Kayla oh, yeah. if she listens to this she will agree 100% but like I, I'm, I'm terrible at it I'll admit to it but it's I don't know I just I like I don't think about it right yeah and I think like I think I think like all right, you're right. You're cool if you're just sitting there popping pictures off because our grandmas, our moms were doing it with a camera. They were doing it, but I think I think maybe where it's like okay, but did you take the picture and then you were there, or did you take the picture and then you started working on filtering it to get it onto the internet? You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, yeah. and if you want to post them, that's cool. But I'm just like, I'm like, damn man, just like. Like I said, man, too many pictures of your kids. I don't care that much about them. I love <laughs> all my friends' kids. Don't get me wrong, okay? Love your kids, but I'll say shit that is controversial. I don't I don't need to see them every damn day. Right. Like, I don't care every freaking outfit. Maybe just post, like, an album. And it's even easier. If you were doing one picture a day versus just posting, like, a 20-picture album, I'll scroll through that. But, I mean, this is just for my personal opinion. Yeah, if you're trying to... If you're trying to suit Chad's needs on Facebook, this is how I would do it. Chad will like every single picture if you only post one per day. Yeah. Don't do the one per day. Do the album. I want to do like – Oh, you want the album. Yeah, when you do the monthly monthly picture, you can do your overload, and I'll just scroll through them because that's easier for me. I'm just scrolling through, and I can like the whole post. So that means I got one like on my 40 pictures. Whereas I'm like scrolling through and I just see one random picture about whatever. Cool. Your kid's cute. We get it. They're cute. They're growing. I understand you want to savor that, but maybe share less. I don't care, but that's my opinion. But then like, so that's parents. That's parenting and social media. Well, that's just us being people addicted to social. And you think about like the funny thing is like we have Facebook now. We have Instagram. But we remember not having it, but I almost don't remember not having it. I remember, I I remember like, dude, I remember MySpace. Oh, for sure. MySpace is the OG of everything. I'm trying to remember. We need to, I'm going to say junior high. Yeah. Probably. See, I wasn't allowed to have Facebook. Um, but I didn't How old anyway. were you when Facebook came out? Because you're like 12 years younger than anybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even remember. I didn't, you, when did when did it come out? That's a fair question. I'd have to look that up. When did Facebook actually come out? Yeah. I know that I'm going to say it was after MySpace. Oh, it was. MySpace it was way after MySpace, dude. Tom was the shiznes. Like 
Tom friended everybody. Oh, Although I if you accident if you accidentally deleted Tom, dude would not accept your friend request. I never did that. That's impressive. I you had some deleted. No, I didn't delete him. I had a couple. I wonder if people. I wonder if kids today know what MySpace is. Top eight. Like bro. that should be. It should be taught in history. Like since we're so addicted to <laughs> social media, that should talk. MySpace was the OG, and you had to try. You yeah, had to change. You had to stay up to date. You had to, you had to continually filter, like you said, your top friends. Yeah, because dude, you could do like a that's top how 12, life was. Yeah, that's how life was. If you got in a fight with a friend, you Come had off. to bump them down a notch or take them off. Yeah, that's how you made the point to them to let them know you were pissed. Yeah, dude, and, you could, and, you remember you could change like the the entire like background, and you could add songs. To, to your, Did you have your, songs on these? I don't know if I, I ever figured out how to put songs on. I had a song on mine so that way, like, when, like, if you were to what go to my song? MySpace page, like, the, the music would just start playing. Did Rachel what have one? It? Oh, for sure, but I, I, I'm going to have to ask her. I, I'm going to guess that her song was some fucking dark, emotional, <laughs> just deep-ass shit. Something from like, mine probably, probably like, like some classic rock. Just stupid shit. Do you remember your song? No, because I changed mine a lot. I mean, mine was probably, I don't know, probably something Eminem. Eminem, you white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wearing my white You're a little white, You're a little white <laughs> superb, man. Oh, man, I was real guy to have my Eminem. Like, that's what I was doing. Probably, was probably just, like just cleaning out my cool. closet, my Eminem. That's probably what it was. But, like, oh, gosh, that's crazy. No, so I was just thinking about this. I literally just helped, like, three days ago. I had to walk my dad through ordering something online. What did he order? He ordered a hitch for his truck. Yeah, and all he had time. to do was push button. I literally just told him to follow the instructions. <laughs> so it wasn't the fact that he couldn't do it. It was like he was just so stubborn to the idea. Like he was sitting there, like, now what do I do? And I go, You see that button that says add on cart? Just go ahead and click that. But then it was really funny because he tried to give me some kind of, uh, he tried to get at me with, like, oh, because I didn't know something that was older. Him and another guy were sitting there and they're like, I can't believe you don't know this. Oh, it's because you're a young pup. And I go, I can't believe you can't order on the internet. Oh, it's because you're an old dude. So that's what, like, that was, it was funny. I loved it because the old guy laughed and that was great. But it was just like, that's, that's, and, and I've started to find myself unable to do things in, in this social media world that like kids can do. So like, there's things where kids, I've never, I never felt smarter than my parents when I was younger. I never had the access. If I'm on the internet, I'm looking at points. Like you knew the struggle. You had to take up the phone line. So like there's no phone calls coming in. So your time was it was precious. It was. So like the only thing I look as a as a young eleven year old, I'm looking at tits. I'm not scrolling through, you know, these articles and rabbit holes and conspiracies and shit like that. I'm just looking at porn. But now like like kids are gonna get smarter than their parents. That's the reason I'm gonna keep my kid off the internet. I don't want to make me look like an idiot. Yeah, see, I mean, there's kids now that, like, I don't know, like, we talked about, like, the stock market a few weeks ago, but, like, there's people that are younger than us that are making a killing in the stock market because 
of how smart they are. Like, I'm gonna be honest, with you, I didn't know about stuff. Like, you know. I still don't. know. I mean, I knew about it, but like, I never like, you know, got my toes wet or anything like that. But now, there's kids that are like 18 years old or 12 years. Like, there's a dude that invested in. I don't remember what it was. Maybe like Bitcoin or something like that. No, he's a freaking millionaire now. And he's Where like, did he get that money from? I think he got. Uh, I think the article I read was like he got like twelve hundred bucks for like his birthday or something like that. Birthday and Christmas. But but it's just like I was he never. Yeah, I know that's what yeah. I was thinking. But, yeah, I mean, I know I'm with you though. Like I. I never felt smarter than my mom and dad because I always felt like when I was smarter, that's when I got caught. Oh, for sure. So they, they knew. Oh, yeah. but I feel like I feel like there's just a chance like your kids are just gonna they're gonna surpass us, and then like I can't win an argument. But basically, at the end of the day, I will say that no matter what, you can always just say because I said so. Right. You don't have to be right. Right. You I just, agree with you that. You should say because, because I'm your dad and I make that's, the rules and that's how it is. This is where we bring back human ownership just a little bit. <laughs> and because it basically it doesn't matter if we're <laughs> right or wrong. We own that child. They're ours. And we have until they're 18 years old, they don't get they don't get a word. They don't have an opinion. You know, the only thing that so, su- the only thing that sucks for me and you about this though is if we say well, it's my house and it's my rules and that's the way it's going to be you know that all three of these kids are going to be like that's fine i'm just going to meet me and papals okay um, see little... ya have fun walking down there <laughs> i uh, i had a great three hours without you when you were two months old so i can only imagine how better it'll be now like... dude just wait Whoop. just wait until they have like that first sleepover which that's like a whole nother episode but like the first sleepover like you've just to, like touch on this real quick. You think you'll probably be different because you can sleep like a log, but you think that you're gonna get a lot of sleep and it's gonna be great. But it really, it's like I wish my kid was here. Oh yeah, I'll tell all three of them. You, you better lay them down. <laughs> you shut up. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'd sleep. Oh, if the the like the crazy thing was like it was the first time we were together without our kid, and it was just like it's weird. There was. It was cool, but there was this little anxiety. Like, it was a little bit worrisome. Not so much that we didn't know what. Like, I know my parents know what the hell they're doing. They're raised kids, right? But it's just like, how is she gonna take it? How is she gonna react? She's always been kind of with one of us, at least within arm's reach. So that was a big thing. But like, my mom sent pictures, and she was really happy. She loved every second. I, we got there, and I mean, she was happy. So I think she was sad to leave, probably because. Like she thinks that we're crazy. She's like, "Don't let me take the place. Don't let these people take me." Right. But it was great. So yeah, social media. I mean, to kind of touch back on like when we were kids about like phones and stuff like that. I didn't get a phone till I was sixteen. Right. I don't know when you and Kayla got phones, but when I was old enough to drive, driver's license. Yep. When I was old enough to drive, I got a phone. There's like ten year olds that have a phone, like. I had a phone I, because I was at like a softball game and my mom didn't want to hold on to it. And I thought I was the coolest kid in the world, like walking around the softball game with like, I had like a little flip phone connected to my hip. Just thought I was like the coolest dude. And now it's like, God, I was such a turd. 
It's like some of these ten year olds. And even the phones we got were flip phones. Oh yeah, I got hand me. I got hand me down. The phones we had, you could, you could literally dial and play Snake. Yeah. On on the old the old Nokia. Yeah, old flip phone. And no front screen, you, no touch screen. That's when like texting was no like internet. ten cents a message or whatever it was. And when you when you logged onto the internet. You got charged. yeah, because I mean, like it was like every time you got on because you didn't have like data plans because that wasn't a thing really. Right, it I was more or less you were either you were either you were tech you were texting maybe no because texts were like they're like per text yeah or, it was like he was like ten cents to send one and like five cents to receive one I think. I don't, I don't but know. I think my dad paid for text, but he only paid for so many. Like we didn't have unlimited right. text. Because I remember he used to look at our text messages and be like, "How in the fuck can you text this much?" <laughs> I remember that. Like, well, you called after nine. I thought you had to call after nine. Yeah, because then it was it was what free, free phone calls after nine. Yeah, I remember my dad doing the same thing, and he would pull up the phone bill and be like, "How in the hell did you send?" 5,000 text messages last month. I'm like, Dad, that's send and receive. I was in a group message. That's the only time where I thought that I won. Until my older sister, I'm pretty sure she ratted me out. Because she got caught. Siblings don't stick to each other. I would would suggest if you're a sibling to always rat out. Because they're going to. What did you do to your headphones? Because you sound really weird. It's almost like you kind of sound weird. It's like you're going through a tunnel. Maybe I am in a tunnel. I mean, I wouldn't put it past you. A tunnel. There it is. So it's better. Yeah, there you go. Sidebar. Anyway, what were you saying about ratting siblings out? Always do it, dude. You know, I kept because it's like. Go ahead. The two. The two convicts in separate rooms being interviewed, they're always like, they're over there talking. Oh, always. That sibling's going to give it. So you always need to get ahead of it. I was always, so, I was always the first to give. Like, I remember I ratted my sister out for having a party because, and this is going to sound very childish, but I think I was like a freshman. Or maybe I was in eighth grade. I don't know. I was super young. But she had a Mom and dad were out of town, and um, it was my turn to sit up front, and she wouldn't let me sit up front, so I ratted her out. Like that—that's <laughs> some childish shit right there. But you know what? The card you're dealt. That's how it happened. That's usually what you do. You always save it for a situation, right? When like you're just like pissed, and you're like, "Well, she did this." <laughs> That was my sister. My sister just ratted me out for no reason. Your wife. Your wife just, just ratted me out just for the joy of it. Oh, uh, I could just see that. It's just a true, like, her eyes just like, she had no, she didn't gain from it. She didn't have no benefit except for the pure just joy of her just telling. That was her favorite thing to do. It was terrible. It was just so, so bad. I was a, uh, I'm on TikTok now. I don't know. <laughs> if uh, yeah. That's another thing. All right. Say you're like, 
you're parental, you're putting parental controls on these different things, but they're always coming up with another thing. Right. Like, you know, like look at dating apps. There's 700 different dating apps. Now there's like 700 different systems of social media where kids are getting access. So it's like, all right, well, you can't have Facebook. Oh, they're on TikTok. You can't have TikTok. Oh, they're on Snapchat. And oh, what is this, that, and the other? And as we get older, we're getting out of the loop. And it's like, they're going to start bringing in these things that we don't know about. Kind of like our parents. It's just a transition. Yeah. Like, you try to keep up on the time. I'm on TikTok trying to do these. Uh, I was trying to do a filter the other day. Supposedly, there's a filter where you're supposed to do something, and it shows your celebrity look like. And I do everything that it does. You're supposed to videotape yourself, and like you move your hand in front of your face, and it pops it up. Yeah. And every time I did it, it just popped up the background of like a Roman city. So I guess my celebrity <laughs> looks like it's a Roman city. <laughs> I don't want like a person, and I'm just sitting there like, "What is wrong with me?" And Rachel's like, "You just you're too old. Like you can't see. You can't I don't. I don't even know what TikTok. I mean, I know what it is, but I don't know the purpose behind it. I mean, I like watch like when I'm getting a rabbit hole videos on Facebook. Every once in a while, one will pop up of like somebody. Like I remember like the mirror swipe thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so TikTok's basically just all video, which like, so you got Facebook, Facebook, people can type out words, which is getting really annoying because <laughs> they're up, they're updating, they're updating me on their life about things I don't care about. Right. Your daily life is not that interesting, unless you have someone with a camera connected to some TV network putting something in your face. I don't care. We don't care. The whole world doesn't care. But, like, all right, then you had Instagram. Instagram, so they went with photos. But, like, Instagram was pure when they first started out. It's like, listen, we don't have to listen to people typing. Just have the pictures. But then it got to the point where, like, people started putting these long-ass captions in. And it's like you see the picture, but you don't know what's really going on. And now you have to read the caption, and you're stuck reading. Basically, I don't like to read. (laughs) I'm more of a person. You're more of, like, a picture. TikTok exactly tiktok is strictly videos and it's all kind of different shit the crazy thing is like the first day you started out they just throw videos at you you don't really have like a specific category because they have to figure out what you like and then you start liking videos and it narrows down so like the very first day it was extremely extremely sexual i'm not gonna lie it was just like women there's this one thing where like there's like this song and there's like women standing there in like either their work clothes or like baggy clothes. And then the next thing, the song like drop, like the beat drops. And then they're like in sexy lingerie or the thong stuff. So after I filtered through all that, all the second day, the second day was my categories and it was extremely sexual. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so after, so the second day, basically all mine is now is just like firefighter videos, uh, construction tutorials, and funny hunting shit just funny shit so i enjoy tiktok i was resilient to get on it just for the fact of there's so much i mean with everything you do there's something stupid with everything but at the same time there's also like i guess there's also enjoyment from it so right you just have to you have to accept you gotta accept the stupidity in life because everybody's stupid there's always there's stupid there's stupid stuff and everything nothing is completely wonderful 
Maybe, maybe no. I'll check it out. So then you have, yeah, so now you have your kids on TikTok, which I guess I'm not so much. The problem is the biggest fear, I think, for parents is just the interaction. You know, the access to other people you don't know. Right. Pedophiles, just, you know, stupid kids, you know, slut shaming. Because, I mean, it starts off at a young age. Just it's like there's just hateful comments. You know, I mean, we as adults know the most. Like, even in your support groups, there's nothing but hate. Right. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, I'm going to join this Facebook group of my people. Like, we joined the Indiana Rut Report, which is about deer right. hunting. Because we deer hunt. Yeah. We're like, oh, it's a bunch of deer hunters coming together. I shit you not, 80% of the time, they're hating on each other. Somebody's being an asshole. It's just. It's literally, and you like, all right, let me, let me clear the room for everybody. Don't get involved. Okay? No. <laughs> as soon as you start, as soon as you start typing, I don't care if you're the smartest one. I don't care how right or how well played out it is. You have a vent. You have stooped to their level. You have lost. You know, the only, <laughs> just scroll the on. only time that I comment on stuff like that like those groups that we're in is one thing and one thing only it's jackson eating some popcorn yeah just sitting yes. there enjoying it means <laughs> memes are completely right. acceptable the more distant and hard to understand they are the better because people will start like commenting like what 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 and then they'll start talking shit to you without you ever even saying right. anything that's perfectly good point that is a very good point by you. I agree with that completely. But it's just like you sit there and you're like, you're going to start like you think it up in your head. This is the perfect like gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like you're being an idiot. You're being an idiot. I'm going to call you out. But the problem is you, you didn't read the first sentence. They're right. an idiot. So they're not going to even get the they're not going to get this banger you're about to drop on. So just don't even waste it for somebody else. Yeah. Like, but that's the thing. Like with your kids, you're like, like not only is there the, the fact of you know them getting in contact with people that might harm them, there's also like negativity out in the world. I mean, I feel like you have to expose your children to this because you have to prepare them, but at the same time, you have to shelter them at this. Well, I guess maybe I don't know, deflect it, teach them how to deflect it. Like we were talking with Austin about tough right. love. Like you're, you know, you're, you're, you're preparing your kids by doing this, but it's like, you want to be able to prepare them to be ready for it, but not to like accept it. Like so, you, like, I think you, you want them to be it. able to, to deal with it. I mean, like, I mean, when, when we were kids, you know, you had bullying and that was it, you know, and that was some face to face just kids picking on each other, right? Well, now you've got, like, cyberbullying, cyber like, video game bullying, right. you've got, you know, all kinds of stuff where it's, like, you know, I want Levi and Samara and Ophelia to be, you know, prepared for this, but I don't want them to feel like that's, like, it's acceptable, like what you said, you know? They got to be able to know how to deal with it and... I mean, just not, I mean, not, I don't know. I guess I don't really know like what word I'm looking for, but, you know, they, they got to know how 
I think what, yeah, I think I know where yeah. you're going. So basically what I'm saying, I think, so like what the problem is, and this is my opinion, it may offend people, I don't care. I think a lot of parents are like, you know what, I'm just going to shelter them from a complaint. Yeah, you can't do that. You know, it's like, yeah, like you're like, no internet, no TV, no anything. But the problem is eventually your kid's going to be released out into this world. And then all of a sudden they're just going to be overwhelmed. And that's where you get like, so these kids are being bullied and they're extremely emotionally affected. Now I'm not going to blame, I'm not blaming the kids that are getting bullied. The bullies are dicks and they're pieces of shit (laughs) because you know, they have their own problems, but you're better prepared. If it's like, I'm not saying if your kid's at home and they're walking around, just be like, Hey, you're a little shit. You're ugly, you know. I'm right. not saying stuff like that, but you need like, hey, you need to be prepared for people out there that aren't. You gotta going educate to like them, you. yeah. Like, <laughs> this is what's gonna happen. You know, this is how you need to handle it. Don't stoop to their level, like what you said. And it, you just like living under a rock and sheltering them does no good because it doesn't prepare them for the real world when they need to go live in the real world. Right. And now that's, I feel like, I feel like with the internet, like, I think with us, there was, there was an aspect to it because it's like, you know, people are going to talk to you, but like today, like, since we have the internet, it's coming at such a young age, you know, you have like eight year olds, 10 year olds with cell phones. Okay. They have a cell phone, but even if kids don't have cell phones, it's like somehow, some way they're going to end up gaining access to the internet, right. whether or not they want it. My 10 year old stumbled across porn. Okay. If I can do that, anybody can do anything. So like, but like, like, so basically I think you have to start younger. Like our parents knew when we were going out into the world, what we were going to see. Right. But now you just have no, idea. you don't know when your kid's going to be exposed because it's like, well, there's just so much more. There's so, access. Well, not only that, there's so, so much, it's so much different nowadays than what it was when like our parents were trying to raise us you know just like everyday life is different you know so many things have changed but i mean the stuff that our kids are gonna see on the internet is a lot different than the stuff that we saw on the internet yeah for sure because i mean yeah i I feel yeah like when we were younger you know our Internet articles were so, I think since people had such little access, people writing these articles had to try so much harder. So it was like content. It wasn't about the amount of content. It was about the quality. Right. But nowadays it's more about quantity. It's just like get as much content out there as possible. And I feel like that's in every aspect, not just like, you know, Instagram influencers and TikTokers, these little shits just running around making stupid videos. But also, like, I feel like news articles are just like, hey, I'm the first one to type it out. Boom, 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 boom. So then you're getting so much more information and whether the credibility of that information. So, yeah, it's just like there's just so much more. Yeah. And it's crazy. It is. I mean. And it just blows my it's mind. Like, it blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea how I'm going to have these conversations with, like, Levi and Samara. But it's like, like. Uh, this would have been a great question to ask your dad. Like, how did they prepare us for? Well, not well, I mean, not your dad didn't prepare me, but how did our parents prepare us for, um, 
you know, like the internet coming and, you know, the things that we were going to see. And part of me just thinks that maybe it would be, and this is a hundred percent speculation. There's no evidence to support this at all, but is that, you know, they didn't really know what the internet and what everything was. So it was just like a, a coin flip. They were either going to get it right or they were going to get it wrong. Yeah, we had Y2K, okay? Everybody thought the world was shutting down <laughs> because of the change of the world. Right. <laughs> Basically, it was just fear-mongering. Like, everybody – it was probably just, like, they're, they're afraid. Like, you're just like, this is scary. Like, the, is yeah, like, like, they were probably – like the They were just as much as in fear. As right, us. and, like, the world's going to end, so we don't need to worry about the internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're dead. We're dead. Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. Then it's like 2000, you know, 1201 strikes at on 2000, and everybody's like, well, shit. Guess I'll have to go take. <laughs> well, looks like my life's fucked because I gambled everything <laughs> on that. But yeah. Yeah, but you're just like, I feel like you got to start having these conversations at a younger age, too, because, like, you know, Levi's got an iPad. So that iPad, like anything that connects to the internet, you know, you're, you know, Levi's smart. He's three years old. He's figuring out how to access these things. And then it's like, I feel like the, with the access to the internet, it's moved back. Those conversations that we're having, like when our parents had a conversation about the internet, I think we were probably like, I don't know, 13 or 14 because that's because, you know, we had like, we had one computer in the house. You didn't have all these cell phones. You're like, I had one computer. You couldn't get on it. Like I said, because you take up the phone. And, you know, my dad ran a business off, off of our home phone. So that thing had to be running. So it was just like you had a set amount of time where you were on the Internet. You're basically your parents <laughs> covered over your shoulders. So they, like, they knew when that they were going to let us out into the world. Like, they had the opportunity to say, okay, now we are going to let our child get exposed. Whereas today, kids are getting exposed on their own just because it's everywhere. You right. Can't avoid- I mean – I mean, if you look at it now, like e like e learning and virtual learning was not a thing when we were when we were kids. It's like if you like today, if you had a snow day, they they didn't turn into an e learning day. You went out and you played in the snow all day. Now, I mean, they send them home with iPads, computers. They send them home with all this stuff. Granted, I'm sure that the school, you know, blocks a lot of stuff on there. But these kids are smart enough. There's probably hackers in like fourth grade. Yeah, but, like, don't you remember those sites that we always found, like, to play games at the computers? Mini, uh, yeah, uh, miniclip.com. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what, because you had to basically change them daily. Yeah. Now, I don't know where, some. I don't know who originated these. This person needs an award, because I don't know who it was. But it was just, like, you would get on a site, and that's where you're playing your games, when you're supposed to be doing homework, and then, like, you go on there the next day, and that site's blocked. Well, then, like, somebody walks up to you, and they're like, oh, no, it's this side. Right. And now now I'm sitting back here, and I'm like, who was our source? Like, there was a god in our high school. I don't even know who he was, how old he was. Could have been a she. Right. That was just taking the time to find these sites for the rest of us to enjoy games. Whoever you are out there, kudos right. to you, bro. Like, that's the underrated person of the week but yeah so now you have like i'm saying there's there's all it's like you're just you you just have to know that it's going to happen you can't avoid it you just have to prepare and i think at the same time like it's just i don't know if it's so uh i mean obviously there's a lot of impact on us preparing our kids but at the same time like 
we need to prepare ourselves for, you know, what our kids might go through and how we're going to handle those situations. Like if Levi gets bullied or something, I mean, you know, what am I going to do to help him get through it other than maybe go beat somebody. But, um, that's like, yeah, but that's a crazy thing. Like you're talking about, so you're talking about bullying. Like you think you, in your mind, you kind of have a mindset. If my kid gets bullied, I have right. a way of dealing it. But like, all right, now let's add internet into this. And you're like, my kid's being cyber bullied. And then you're like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what that is. Like, we know what it is, but we didn't deal right. with it. So now we're just like, like, this is a whole new playing field. Like, basically, we're sitting here with our kid like, uh, yeah. And we're like, we're trying to be the adult that knows everything. And we're just sitting there like. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We're sounding very <laughs> like, confident in our answers that yep. we are really unconfident that what you're saying. But it's it's I don't know. Right. Like, I don't know. I was bullied a lot in high school, so I feel like I can kind of relate to that because um cyberbullying and real bullying is almost the same thing. So I feel like I have a better understanding of um how to deal with those situations, but I don't know if I'll be able to like coach him through it. I don't know. It's it's weird because like I think about what I went through and what he might go through. I mean, kids are jerks. I'll be honest with you. But um, when we were all there, it's just you know how they're right. worse. And it's like you know are the are the the things that were said to me and the way that I was treated. Is it going to be? You know, is Levi going to be able to have, you know, like thick enough skin to be able to just, you know, shrug it off or, you know, is, is it really going to get to him? So I think that's something like we got to be able to prepare ourselves for, you know, if, if our child can deal with it this way, or if they deal with it this way, like we need to know both sides of the playing field so we can react accordingly. And I think that's going to be the hardest part. Jesus. I just start killing people. But I think, like, so, like, crazy thing, another thing I was thinking of when you were talking, so, like, insults when we were younger, we had to come up with them. Like, right. We had to make them up. And they were, they were kind of lame, but for us, they were pretty creative. But then we would stick to the same insult for, like, probably a couple months because we just didn't have a new one. But they were, like, they were so dumb and they were just gibberish. Like, they were trying to be hurtful, but at the same time, they were just, like, they were basically fourth grade. They were, they were the humor of right. our brain. But now you have kids throwing insults that are like, they're like they're just straight cool. daggers. Like they're getting all this information. Yeah, they're getting information online and they're like shooting. They're not trying to get at you in good fun. They're trying to cause like mental instability. Right. Like they're just, they're coming. They're coming for throats, bro. And it's just, it's intense. I, I mean, it's like, I'm just like, I feel like I'm coming to a realization as we do the podcast <laughs> onto what is coming up. Like, like the, 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 just this monstrous obstacle that we have to take on, like starting soon. And we have to continue to deal with this forever. Like, you know, even when our kids are 30 years old, they're still going to be like, you know, cause we still, we're involved yeah. in social media and we're still like, I mean, we, you still go to your parents in certain situations, certain things. So you're always going to be parenting your child, but it's just like, 
as I get older and lazier and, you know, <laughs> technology improving, I'm just like, so I feel like, you know, a lot of it, I, uh, and this is probably like an old school mentality, but I think like if at the core, like, you know, like if our parents, what our parents taught us, we can teach that to our right. kids. We just have to, we just have to assimilate, assimilate maybe, I don't know. We have to modify it and adapt it. We have to adapt it to everything that's in the ball. Like, it's like, hey, this is what happened. Like, we've dealt with what you dealt with, but in a different situation. Right. So, like, we kind of understand what you're going through. We don't, but we do. And it's, just, I think, honestly, you just, oh, man. You can't really, you can't be a reactive person. You have to be proactive. Like, you can't sit there and be like, you know what? My kid's going to be fine. They're never going to have to deal with this. It's never going to come across. I'll just keep them sheltered. They won't do this, 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 and this. No, it's it's, it's, it's right. inevitable. It is inevitable. Right, and I, and I agree 100%, you know, but it's like, when, when do you start? You know, do you, I mean. You have to start early. As soon as they, I feel like as soon as they can comprehend, I don't know, sixth grade, I don't know. <laughs> But I feel like, sixth grade. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, first grade. I saw. I felt six, and that was first grade. Six years old. Because I feel like once they start reading, I mean, as soon as they start, they're going to start asking. They'll. I mean, but I, I feel like that asking is going to just start coming up early. So I think really, it's not like. I feel like the kids are going to come to us with these questions because that's just how they are as kids. So I think maybe more, a lot of it should be on us. Like, Hey guys, we're parents. We need to, we need to get on this quick. So I think, I think maybe that's, maybe that's something that we don't look into. Like maybe parents just aren't ready when it comes at them. And then therefore their reaction is wrong because you're like, you're sitting there and you're like, Oh, my kids, good. we don't have to deal about this till they're like, what, 10, 11. Because, you know, we don't give them a phone, so they don't have access to it. But it's like, well, they have friends, right? you know? So, like, and then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden they come at you, and you're just like, well, shit, I wasn't ready for this. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't prepared for this. So, I think maybe just, like, us as parents, we just, like, you basically have to, you got to be going. You got to be on, you got to be ready. Because I feel like it's just, it's going to happen whenever. The sooner right. the better, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, it, I mean, everybody's going to have their own own ability to comprehend um, different things, but I would I would agree, you know, like maybe first grade or so. I don't know, whenever they start to go to school and, you know, I mean, I would say like realistically maybe like second or third, but I mean, it's 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 going to be hard for for us to to be ready to have these conversations just because we don't know when it's when the time is going to come, you know? Like, I, I, I agree 100% and we, about being proactive and, you know, teaching, you know, our kids, you know, this is how things are going to be and, you know, it's not okay to treat people like this and, you know, we, we don't do that and even though this person does it or whatever the situation may be, but it's, you know, it's, you don't know what that first situation is going to be. No, you don't. You don't know what it's going to be because the situations are changing. Like, that's another thing that comes with all this technology, all this stuff. I mean, even, you know, just from day, you know, as as time evolves, 
like, you know, what we went to our parents with those situations, those are going to be extremely different. So like we could be preparing for a, and our kid comes out with one, which is like, you know what I'm saying? It's not even an alphabet. It's a number. So it's on a completely different spectrum for something we weren't even ready for. So I think, I think honestly, you know, it's at the base. I think honestly, you just got to hit, you have to approach everything. Like I said, with a core yeah. within your family, you have to have, you have to have your hub. You have to have your comfortableness. Your kid needs to be able to come to you. Your kid needs to like, my wife's always talking about, you know, supporting, saying supportive things towards your child. And, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to necessarily coddle them. You don't have to, you know, basically entitle them or stuff like that. But like, you have to, you have to add in this, like the tough love aspect where you're, you're preparing them for these things, but at the same time, you're giving them all this love so that they can go out and give other love because all this hate is derived from kids that weren't right. loved. I think, or maybe they were loved and they just turned out to be little shits. Right. And, and part of me wants to say that this podcast episode started off with, you know, Ophelia being not, not sheltered to the world at all to, um, in the last five minutes, I feel like she's about to be a homeschool child. <laughs> yeah. My kids is, kids yeah. is not leaving the house. No, but see, like, that's just the thing. It's like, I can't, as as nervous, as afraid as I could be, it just, it's going to happen. So I have to, I have to be ready to, I just, like, I can't right. deny it. I can't. I have no, I have no control over it. So basically you have to right. prepare like if you're in denial, you just can't. You no, can't and I think you know there's the there's gonna be different situations, whether it be you know classmates or something in sports, like like or you know because you know say Levi wants to be part of like the the math club, you know that's cool, you know he might get picked on for that, but there's okay, no, math, awesome. but it's like I you talked about like your hub, you know. We have, I mean, we all, like, me and you and your mom and dad, we all live, you know, within, you know, five, six minutes of each other. And I think that, like, I consider, you know, all six of us, like, our hub because, you know, there, you, you know damn well there's going to be situations that Levi is going to come to you and ask for advice on because he doesn't want to talk to me about it. You know, I did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Miller Lite. Miller Lite is the most the bigger you want to buy. Everybody. Right. But I mean, it's 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 not just a hub of you know, mom and dad or, you know, whatever, the partners of the house or whatever it is, you know. It could be, you know, your dad or your mom or my mom or my dad or you know, you or Rachel, you know, whatever it may be because I'm sure there's going to be things that Ophelia's got, you know, needs advice from and she's going to go to Kayla because she's not going to want to talk to Rachel about it. Yeah, because And I'm you know, me and this. her or me and you exactly. aren't going to be able to answer any damn questions for her. We're just going to be like, go talk to your mom or go talk to Kayla, exactly. go talk to Rachel, just... whatever it is. But I mean, and I think that's having that, having a a good support hub for whatever situation, even if it's just to go to Uncle Chad's and sit out in the garage and play ping pong and just talk, you know, whatever it is. Um, 
I think that's very important to to prepare our kids for, you know, getting ready for the real world, you know, whether that be in high school or whatever challenges that they have, it's it's very important. And I think you should give your kids some shit. Oh, absolutely. I think that that's I think that that's something that's a lot of people are afraid of. You can give somebody shit in 11 right. class. I mean, you laugh at them, but then you just like, you got to pick yeah. them up. Like, don't, fuck, I mean, don't go after their soul, but like, if your kid does something, if your kid does something stupid, call them out. Like, you got to hold them accountable at the same time. And I think, loving them. So and it's I think like, part of that goes to, you know, where we have to do, like, I'll tell you what, my dad did a great job of calling me out on a lot of stupid shit that I did, and I learned from it, but at the same time, like, my dad and I have a really good relationship because of the tough love that he showed me when I was growing up. And that's something that I've always looked up to. So that's something that I want to be able to pass on to Levi because I want Levi and I and Samara and I to have that, that type of relationship. So it's that tough love, you know, also talked about last week. We've talked about a little bit this week. It's, it's very important because I feel like if we have that tough love and we have those uh, different situations where we do give our kids shit and I'm going to say this and I don't mean it in a bad way, but you know, where we, I might pick on Levi a little bit just to show him a little bit harder, tough love. And to just kind of throw some jabs at him and have a good time about it. And not like you said, not go for his soul, but it's going to help him for when he goes into middle school or elementary or whatever, he starts getting picked on. It's like, man, you guys should hear the shit that my dad says. Like you guys ain't got nothing. This is jokes. You just right. gotta be able to laugh at yourself. Like you have to let your kid, you have to let your kid know. Listen, you can laugh at yourself. You don't have to be, and like you, you don't have to be perfect at all times. You can be stupid. Right. You can do something dumb, and you know people can make fun of you, but you can laugh about it. Like just enjoy it. Like that's, I mean, I mean, you know, we sit here and we talk, and it's like, oh, this is easy. No, this is a, this is a fucking challenge. You know, trying because it's just like you know your kid. Personally, it's just like how are they going to evolve into all this stuff? But basically, all you got to do is you got to support them, you got to prepare them, you got to help them answer these questions. You have to prepare yourself. You have to get ready. Another thing that like this is a like another subject that I had written down on my list was like being a father versus a friend. I think that's a lot where right. tough love comes in because I think sometimes you've got dads who are almost too much of a friend and they're not giving the kid the tough love, you know. It's like, hey, listen, I know my dad loves me, but I also know not to fuck right. with him. Yeah, I agree. Like there But in a good way. Not like he didn't he didn't scare me. He it was a respect. It wasn't fear. It was fear. I was afraid. <laughs> but it wasn't like I was afraid he was just gonna <laughs> I wasn't like I wasn't afraid he was just gonna talk off and hit right. me for no reason. I just knew to be afraid not to right. fuck up. Like, you have to, like, listen, my dad, he's a friend. But, I mean, you know, I have friends. I need a father, you know? So, it's like you want to be your kid's friend, but you also have to be their father. I mean, you have to find that line. You have to do whatever. I'm not telling you how to parent. I'm just saying (laughs) these are things that everybody has to face. That's just that's the reality of it. It's just mine. Like, you're sitting here, and we're talking, and you can I can just feel it in my head. Just like, it's just like, man, this is intense. Like. I've thought about it, but as I speak it out loud with you, it's just like, man, there's just so much. 
And I mean, my kid's right. two months old. So like, it's, it's just like, I'm the second month in and it's like, like and, and I agree with that. Like that friend so, and, the and the, I know we're cl- couldn't close on time, but like, I know like the, the friend and the father, because like, you know, like Levi is getting older. Like, you know, this, when it snowed a few weeks ago, um, and the friend part of me, I was throwing snowballs at him. You know, that's that's the fun thing to do. But then yeah. I know where that line is of where, you know, I have to sit down and uh, granted Levi's three. So sometimes I feel like I'm just staring through his face because he doesn't comprehend anything that I'm saying. And I, I try to have like, hey, we can't do that, dude. Like, we got to pick up our toys. We have to do this. And he's just like, so can we go put our puzzle together now? So I mean, I I agree they with that like, though. Yeah, you gotta know. It's just like it's like because it's like you discipline your kid, but you right. want them to love them. So you're like beating your kid with love. Because you know we got to that place where it's like don't beat your kids anymore. <laughs> that's wrong. It's like if you, like if you hit your kid, it, like well, right. I mean that's just where we got. Like and my my dad my dad beat the shit out of me. <laughs> but guess what? He. He, he had every right to. Like, every time my dad beat me, he told me why. Right. He explained to it. And he, he told me, like, and every time he was always like, I'm doing this because I right. love you. And, like, that was the big thing. It's, it's not so much about beating your kids that's the problem. These kids need beat. <laughs> Maybe some of them don't. But like you say, you know, different kids, different kids are going right. to react to different shit. You know, because every kid's going to be their own way. So it's like some kids are going to understand through physical discipline and love. That's how they – That's I'm an idiot. So, like, if you sat down and tried to explain to me in words, I'd just be like, man, what? You got a picture, but? But if, like, you know, if you beat my ass and say no, then I'm like, oh, I can't do that okay. anymore. But, like, that – yeah, like, that's – I mean, it all comes down to that. I'm just – I'm completely impressed where we're at versus technology. Right. But it's like, that's the spectrum. That's where I feel like in order to look at technology, you just have to back it up to the basics. I feel like a lot of things can get out of hands, you know, look old school. Like I said, last week, look at your relationship with your father to help you. I know that the challenges are different, but I feel like the playbook is kind of the same, you know, like, we're still doing the same things. We're just altering. Like the core message is there. Yeah. But we just have to alter those little things because that, I mean, I feel like in every aspect of parenthood, there's, 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 there's core values, but how you assert those, how you uh, define those is where we defer as parents. I agree. You're just trying to be the best. Like you're just trying to be the best parent you are, but like the way you go about it, it's going to be different. So that's what it is. It's all about your core. It's all about your support system. It's all about how you do it inside. Listen, parents, like you, like I said, it's inevitable. Your kid is going to be exposed. So just prepare them. But I mean, like maybe don't eat, like you don't have to approach like each individual situation. Like, Hey son, this is the internet. <laughs> This if, is this, I, that, I, I think if, I if like you approach your son hey, son, this is the internet, he's probably going to look at you like, uh, Dad, where you been? Yeah, no <laughs> shit, you idiot. He'd be like, this is so last year. Like, we've, we've moved yeah. on to something else. And, and Dad, nobody just, uses that anymore. I feel like... Well, yeah, wait, what? When? 
like Bane. You remember yeah. Bane? You I remember, remember Bane? Bane? I was watching a movie the other day. I was watching a movie the other day, and they were like, there was an athletic event, and it was like that you saw the stadium, and it was sponsored by Bing. And it was like Bing was really big in that movie, and it was just like, I remember when Bing was trying to compete with Google, and like they just couldn't. Oh, not at all. <laughs> like they, they basically tried to do it by just installing their shit. Like it was the funny thing was, I feel like Bing was like defaulted onto every piece of electronic. And people still decided to download Google. <laughs> like that's right. Hey, your shit's terrible. Right. That's just how it is. That's, I also that's, think uh, I, was, man, I was thinking fuck? about this right. is I think the biggest thing that we can do as parents is, you know, Kayla and I have talked about this a lot is like, I just, I want our kids to be, be the, like, I just want them to be good people, you know? And, I want them to, to, to know what the right thing is and, and to learn to do the right thing. And that, you know, if you doing the right thing gets you picked on, so be it, you know, that's just because other people might be insecure or, you know, whatever the reason may be. But like, I just want Levi and Samara to be good people, a good like source to human society and just not be a turd because I I I don't I don't want to have to deal with that. You know? I mean, like help help your neighbor, you know. Uh, no, I'm not going to give you ten commandments, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, but I get what you're saying, but I think but it's like oh, shit, I was totally thinking something before I made fun of you. Oh, damn. But no, I mean, it's I told you it's, it's not. It too, so good. I mean, it's not. I mean, that, that's what I feel like. If Levi and Samara are are good-hearted people and they do the right thing for not to get a thank you or to you know get a thousand shares on Facebook or whatever social media thing there is or you know whatever it is, just to do it yeah. for zero recognition at all because they know that that's the right thing to do, then I feel like as a parent, I succeeded. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking too. You just said, uh, like, doing things for the value of what it was, doing it for the right thing, for the value, for what it like. You're doing it because right. it's right, like you said. Stop. Like, we have to. Like, I feel like the biggest thing is teaching your kids not to live their lives based off of others' opinions, others' acceptance, others' love, stuff like that. You have to teach them. And the problem is, like, it's always going to be there. Like those outside, they're always there. Like if you sit here and say, I'm not affected by anyone else's opinion, yeah, you're wrong. But to the degree of which you're affected is really like, can you sit there and think through it and say, okay. You know, because sometimes like right off the bat, others' opinion might affect me. But if I sit down and I think through it and I'm like, that was the right thing. Not that I do the right thing that much, <laughs> but sometimes. Yeah. But, and teach your kids to have tough skin. I feel like a lot of things you yeah. just got to teach your kids to have tough skin. And I, th- it's just gonna. I think th- it's gonna happen. Something bad's gonna happen to your kids. Be proactive. Don't be reactive, and teach them values. Just to do things for them. Like too often, you know, I see people like as soon as I watch a video of someone videotaping themselves doing something for like a homeless person, yeah. I just it loses everything for me. 
Like you're just like, you're just pleasing yourself. Like if you're doing something and you have your phone in your hand and you're talking about it, or you go back and you talk about it, you didn't do it for what it was. I don't care if you post at the end of it, be good to each other. You're still looking for admiration. Like if you give that homeless man $50, just don't tell anybody. It's crazy. Don't tell me that's, that's honestly what I want. Stop telling me your life. I don't care. <laughs> we're getting back. We're back to the. We're back to our original thing where I just don't care about your life that much for you to be. I like, I agree, on Facebook. I agree, I'm really though, just dude, because. You know, if I see those videos, I just immediately scroll the next one. Like I don't want to watch that. Yeah, you're just pissed off at that point. It's like they're worse than people who are like. Like they're almost not that I'm saying these people are good, but like those people that are like trying. The one thing I hate about people is people that specifically try to put others in uncomfortable situations to make people laugh. I just don't enjoy that. Like say somebody goes to McDonald's and fucks with the employees or shit like that. I hate that. That's my biggest pet peeve. But I feel like people who fucking do good deeds to post on the Internet are worse than those people. They're terrible. Just, just, just do it. Like, that's the problem. Stop picking up your phone in a moment and maybe just take it in. No, it's not wrong to take pictures of your kids. It's not wrong to take a thousand pictures of your kids. But why are you taking these pictures? Are you taking them because you just want to enjoy them later on? Or are you taking them because, oh my gosh, this is going to look so cute on social media? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's really where it is. It's all, it's not so much about like, do whatever. I don't give a fuck. That's my opinion. But like, I'm just trying. This is what I know. I'm 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 the best dad out there. So I'm trying to teach y'all. This is why this this is called the most valuable dad because I have claimed myself. <laughs> be the you most are the self-proclaimed. I've given, yeah, I've given Hunter the certificate of acceptance. Like you can be certified. Like you know, like there's like AAA loans yeah. and stuff like that. There's the MVD certification <laughs> of most valuable. This is no, a uh, three week common class sense thing. Payment of fifteen ninety nine. <laughs> I wish. Shit, I'd be rich. No, I wouldn't. I'd probably one person. But yeah, see, so that's just like these are common sense things we're just coming up with. But I feel like, I feel like even in this podcast, we brought to light right. in our own minds different aspects of things. I don't know about you. Like, I feel like I've learned just from talking about it. Just from, from speaking it out loud with other people, you start to realize all these things. If you're not talking about it, then you're not being about exactly. it. Exactly. Don't talk about it. Be about it. I love that. I love that line. Fuck, man. All right. Well, we have gotten to the end of the podcast. I feel like we could I feel go like we could. This is a good episode. With this shit. I mean... It'll probably, you know, it's going to come back. I mean, that's just life. Like, we're talking about a parenting podcast. This is going to be in every aspect of it. We didn't even get into OnlyFans. Don't even get me started on that. So, but, all right, we're going to get to the end of this episode. We got to save something. Right, that's suspense. You know, all right, my dad joke. I have a list of dad jokes, okay? I fucking printed them out because I just, I I think that's a dad dad move. We got a lot. Of, I we think got a lot of shit going on. I think it's Andrew. dad. I think. It's, I mean, I have like a rolodex of dad jokes because I've also been, you know, talking about it for the last three years. So I've got to build up. You know what I mean? 
you are you are mine are more right. practical i'm a practical dad i'm not like a guy that can tell you a joke but i'm more of like if the situation like you remember you ever know like when your dad looks at you and he goes <laughs> and you're like what the fuck i'm that kind right. of dad joke guy where you get like a, a dark humor to just somebody saying right. stupid shit but the dad jokes, that legitimate dad jokes, they're pretty good. Are you ready? I, have, I you got have two one? this week. Got, oh, fuck, f- first two. one that one, one, this we'll is uh, this is from uh, Chuck Koval. How's that sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's the thing. I like the people. All right, let's let <laughs> let's inform the people. My dad was it. My dad, me, my dad, and Hunter were like sitting there talking, and I told Hunter thought it was a funny joke, so I at least got I got one person to laugh, and I mean my dad just like fucking straight faces, like nothing, no joy at all. But then like, so I turned around, but it's like I'll see my dad laugh at stupid sentences, exactly like what you just said, because that's what I said. I go, oh, my dad will laugh at a joke, but he'll laugh at. Oh, how's that sandwich? Ha ha ha! That's me and Hunter's inside joke now. It's like, how's that sandwich? And you lose your mind. I think that. Well, I feel like that's a bad aspect. I'm starting to find myself in. I don't know. I feel like, I think being a dad, you just tell a lot of jokes inside your own head because your wife has stopped you from telling them outside. So anymore, you're just laughing to yourself. Yeah, your first first Stop laughing. All right, here's what's ready for. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. tell my first one. Legitimate. Okay, two guys walked into a bar. The third guy ducked. I don't get it. Nah. Get over your head. <laughs> two That's guys. A good one. I had this. There you go. Good. I like that one. That's the, I thought. Um. Hey, dude. Best dad joke right. on the internet. So okay. you you might get this one. Um. I actually, I actually had sure. a, another dad at work tell me this yesterday, and I about started crying. I was laughing so hard. And the reason why I say you might get it is because you used to work with me. How do you measure a burner? Okay. You go outside. I don't know. Ooh, that was a good one. That's pretty good. That's that was that good. was made. Yeah, that was that was good. created. Because that's strictly specific right. to your job. Right. So he made that up. That and that gets that gets double points just because it's like that's that's pretty good. You go, how do you measure yeah. a bird? You go yeah, because I was I liked stumped it. and I looked at him okay. and as soon as I stopped crying, I said, I'm using that on my podcast tomorrow. Yeah, that was good. That was funny. Right. I'm not laughing, but I, I'm I'm right. more in respect than I am laughing right now. And I'm just like caught up in the moment of he created a dad right. joke. I'm kind of jealous. All right, my second dad joke. What did the police officer say to his belly button? You're under a vest. <laughs> what? No. Did you get it? What did the police officer say to his belly button? Okay. You're under a vest. 
under a vest, like his his bulletproof yeah. vest. His belly button's yeah. under the oh, vest. Yeah, I don't get it. You're uh, under arrest. You're under a vest. I get it now. I get it. Oh my gosh! My bomb had to click. Holy fuck! That was <laughs> that was. Oh, dude, that's. Hunter's <laughs> Dayton still loving. Oh, Hold on. Holy that's, shit! Uh, that's impressive. All right, that was good. Fucking awesome. Good podcast. Um, we're gonna try to get somebody on next week. I don't know who yet, so we'll figure it out from here. Let it, everybody go check us out. Love it. Like it. Support us. Send us money. I'm not going to use it for the podcast. I just send I us, want money. Uh, send us but, some um, jokes. We want to hear the uh, jokes. I'm a, yeah, I'm I a sucker like for them. Jokes. I will say we did – I had. I did have a guy reach out to us um, on our Facebook page and just asking questions about, like, pediatricians and insurance and stuff like that, so – and I got to answer that personally because it was like he I knew him personally, so it was like what pediatrician mm-hmm. do we use? So I thought that was kind of cool. Somebody was somebody was reaching out to us for advice. So yeah, keep that up, man. If you got questions, ask us. We definitely will if we don't know, we'll find out. So yeah. But yeah, it was great a good one. podcast hunter. I mean, if nobody else will give us credit, yeah. I'll give it to ourselves. Uh self self-certified most valuable dads. All right, everybody, have a great week. We'll see you next week on uh, Most Valuable Dad.